Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Tales from the TARDIS podcast. I'm your host Scott Summers and today is going to be my review of Doctor Who series 10 episode 6, Extremis. Now, as I said at the beginning of my commentary for this episode, I cannot believe we're halfway through this series yet. We are six episodes in to this 12 episode series, the last with Peter Capaldi as the Doctor and Stephen Moffat as the showrunner. I really can't believe it. We, you know, we've got another six episodes plus a Christmas special, and all my. Tell you what, depending on how this episode, this series rather finishes, that wait for the Christmas special might be a very tough one. I know we just had a very long wait uh, before this series, but that's going to be a very tough wait as well as the wait after that at the start of Chris Jimnall's first series. Now, Stephen Moffat back writing an episode for the first time since the opening episode of the series. Um, and as I, again, I feel like I'm repeating myself in case you haven't listened to my commentary of the episode, I thought this was Stephen Moffat writing an episode as exciting as some of my favourites of his back from the RTD era of the show, you know, back when he would be trusted to write these big stories that weren't even necessarily the biggest from the surface, but now, especially now that he's the showrunner, and he, you know, this episode is so arc, you know, series arc heavy, but it's a phenomenal episode, and is. As he said, the first of a loosely linked three-parter, although that almost also attaches itself to the end of the previous episode, with the Doctor being blind as the cliffhanger from that leading into this. So these ne- this this week and these next couple of episodes, that we're all going to have a sort of link through these monks that we've seen who died again. The visuals, I keep saying this all throughout the series, I just love the visuals um at this episode directed still not entirely sure how to pronounce his name daniel nethim nethim however he pronounces it i apologize to uh daniel uh he of course directed zygon invasion and zygon inversion from the previous series which they were two of my favorite episodes I mean, you know, you had Zygons, you had Uni, it was just, I don't want to spend, I don't want to go off into a tangent and spend 10 minutes talking about that two-parter, it was a massive favourite of mine, I'm sure at some point on this podcast I will get around to talking about them, um, and that was, those two were the first time he directed in Doctor Who, um, and then he's directed this week and he's directing next week's Pyramid at the End of the World, which I can't wait, it's been absolutely it looks absolutely great from the next time trailer. Um, so let's kick off with the things that I liked about this episode. To start off, I've said this almost every week, but it's because that's how good it has been. The visuals, especially when we get inside the Hereticum, this library inside the Vatican... And you sort of get this big sense, the sense of quite how big and how vast it is. 
you see the Doctor and Bill and Nardo making their way through this library and the, the sights and the scenery just absolutely amazing another thing I loved about this episode I didn't expect to when I heard that this week we were going to find out who was in the vault I was expecting that if I heard and found out that it was Missy that I was going to be a bit disappointed that it was really obvious and Moffat didn't do anything to surprise me but I actually liked the vault reveal when you not specifically the finding out that it's Missy that was in the vault but that Missy had been sentenced to death and the doctor through these laws was supposed to be the was the one that was asked to carry out the execution and he then would take an oath to guard the body for a thousand years and the fact that he chose not to kill Missy but and to guard the living body and that being the reason that he's been on earth all this time I thought was just absolutely amazing and the slight twist that I was hoping Moffat would give me um, and just thought that that was absolutely amazing and building off on that just the reactions when we saw that part between the Doctor and Missy Peter Capaldi and Michelle Gomez are just perfect every Doctor and Master pairing just seems to it works between those two which is why I'm really interested to see how John Sims Master is going to impact because every master works based on the doctor that they play against. And that's why they're always very specific in the eras. You want to see a great example of that. John Pertwee and Roger Delgado. Look at any episode in the third doctor's era featuring the master. And you see those two go at it. And it's just absolutely amazing. Moving on before I talk about very little that I didn't like about this episode it's, it's just got to be the, you know, our main cast, I'm going to talk about specifics about the actors to, uh, afterwards, but all of them, the Doctor, Peter Capaldi on fire despite playing a blind character uh, Pearl Mackie as Bill definitely more understated you didn't see as much from her this episode but at the standard that I've come to expect from her this for me this week was the episode I've been waiting for for Matt Lucas and Nardole I thought he was absolutely amazing funny when he needed to be serious in the Doctor's conscience at times being able to, to lead Bill when they went off on their own separate adventure but still showing the, the sort of the the scared and the frightened the afraid side of him I just want to mention I really loved the story of it this fantasy world that had been created by this alien race that wants to take over the world and the you know the whole story of the veritas that is the thing that people ended up using to find out that they were part of this made-up world and the doctor being contacted by the pope himself 
the yeah, he thinks he's the Pope, obviously it's a copy of the Pope in terms of the story but the story behind it is just absolutely amazing I do just have to because I don't just want this podcast to be everything I love I do like to try and balance it out unfortunately this was an episode that I loved so much that there is very little for me to complain about so I hope you're ready for some serious nitpicking of the highest quality Um, as I say what I wasn't a fan of in this episode and it begins with the fact that the TARDIS's translation matrix never translates what the Pope is saying the Pope who as I pointed out in my uh, commentary was played by Joseph Long who previously appeared in Turn Left as a, in a role that I actually loved him very small role takes place in the uh, alternate earth created uh, with Donna Noble in where he plays this man Rocco Colasanto I can't quite remember how and his name is pronounced it's this larger than life figure in what for me Turn Left was an absolutely magnificent episode especially for Catherine Tate just, it was just absolutely brilliant coming back to this yeah TARDIS Translation Matrix which translates every alien language we haven't seen it happen I don't think for Bill yet so it's possible that for Bill it wouldn't although you would assume it would, but it doesn't translate it for the Doctor either, which seems odd that the TARDIS normally will translate whatever language was being said, especially when they are virtually just standing just outside the TARDIS. Um, I have to say this: the scene which brings Bill into the episode with the Pope basically interrupting her date wasn't the best scene ever just it wasn't designed to do a lot and didn't really do a lot Um, but it's so briefly touched on it and there's a nice little joke there between Bill and her mum that I don't mind it you know that scene's gone very quickly and then Bill's off. Lovely little joke with the Doctor. Don't mind that. Completely fine. And literally struggling to find many other nitpicks with this episode for me. This is just how I want a Doctor Who episode to go, especially by Stephen Moffat perfectly sets up for the next couple of weeks leaves me really wondering how much has been set inside this world how long have they been part of this simulation I I really have no idea I can't wait to find out Um, a few little references that we got in this episode obviously River Song's diary is we first see it when Nardole 
comes to the Doctor before he chooses not to kill Missy at the beginning of the episode, reads out a quote from that River Song had written in the diary, gives Nardole, <laughs> basically, the, basically tells Nardole to look after the Doctor and keep your eye on him. We know at that point he'd come straight from Derillium, but we do see Peter Crowdy with the diary later on in the episode. Obviously that was part of the virtual world, so it's slightly unclear whether it was a virtual copy of the diary or whether the Doctor had potentially taken the diary from Nardole or gone back uh, probably to the library where the Tenth Doctor left it along with the screwdriver. That's slightly un, uh, unclear. Um, that, I do have to say, I just loved the scene. Every time we went back to this scene with Missy about to be killed, which is amazing. And some of these lines the Doctor, we hear the Doctor say, just the only in darkness we are revealed. It's a lovely line, and these lines, virtue is only virtue in extremis. With all this, without fear, without hope, it's just some amazing lines. Moffat really, I thought in this episode was absolutely on fire. It's. It's just amazing. Obviously, Nardole referenced the Star Trek holodeck. Lovely little sci-fi reference. You know, we had name checks from the Doctor and Nardole of things like Super Mario and Grand Theft Auto. Just, you know, so many little references. There's potential reference when Bill first sees the countdown clock in CERN. It says 5.15 and a second later we see it, it says, you know, as it ticks on obviously when we originally see it when the Doctor walks past it says, uh, sorry not the Doctor, the CERN scientist walks past it says 5.17 potentially referencing when uh, Doctor Who and an earthly child was supposed to air and did air back in 1963 might not be an actual reference it's really up to you um, whether or not you think it is um, just going through you know our cast now obviously we didn't get much from our supporting characters but I thought you know Cardinal Angelo the Pope all both really good by uh, Corrado in Venizzi, who played Carlangelo, lovely short performance from him. Obviously, we've already mentioned Joseph Long as the Pope. Um, I just once again have to touch on Michelle Gomez as Missy. Um, I've I've met Michelle Gomez once, very briefly, had a photo with her. She is exactly as you would imagine, an absolutely great person. Um, I've absolutely loved. Missy in every performance um, all for the years she's been in it she's played perfectly against Peter Capaldi's Doctor been absolutely amazing she was only briefly in this 
but I'm getting a sense that her, she may play a vital role as we move on in the next couple of episodes and in the rest of the series. Now that we know that she is inside the vault, obviously we know that she had eaten Chinese food with the doctor and played a couple of songs on the piano. Why not? Um, as I mentioned, very very briefly touch on Pearl Mackie as Bill. Nothing wrong with her performance this episode. Only had a couple of big moments, um, and th- th- I but I did love when her and Nardole were off on their own little adventure away from the Doctor. I thought that was absolutely amazing. Um, Nardole for me was you know the hidden star of this episode. Matt Lucas, I always liked him and I really wanted him to do well because I didn't really know what what you were getting from him in the Husbands of River song I really wasn't quite sure and obviously he you know spent half the episode inside a robot so we really didn't get to see much from him he didn't do much in the return of Dr Mysterio but what he did do especially his speech at the end about the Doctor and River I thought was absolutely amazing and this was the episode I was waiting for, where we really see him step up a bit more. And I thought that that was absolutely amazing. Peter Capaldi manages to play a blind doctor. You don't know what you expect from a blind doctor, but Peter Capaldi gave you exactly what I feel a blind doctor should be. He still commands himself. He still is not telling his companion yet to to almost reassure them to not give them anything else to worry about and it's the only time that you sort of see a weakness in the doctor is when he's blind and he still manages to solve it all and manages to send a message back to himself which will impact the next story and that's just going to be absolutely amazing Um, and now when it comes to the matter of rating this episode I mean before this episode my favourite which was not shared by a lot of people for me Knock Knock had been the highlight of this episode of this series rather and for me Extremis is a better episode in terms of giving this episode a rating out of 10 it's somewhere between a nine and a ten. I I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a nine at the moment because it was not a self-contained story. It and I don't know how it's gonna finish. It's sort of like giving a mark on on the first half of a two-parter. You know. My appreciation of this episode may change slightly depending on how this part of the story does end up changing. So I am going to give this a 9 out of 10. It is my favourite episode of the story, of the series rather, so far though. Um, And there really isn't much more I can say about it. I just absolutely loved it. Um, So that has been my review of Doctor Who 
Series 10, Episode 6, Extremis. I'll be back next week with commentary and review of Pyramid at the End of the World, which I can't wait for. Um, please leave a like, comment and subscribe uh, on YouTube so you don't miss any future episodes. You can find me on Twitter at Tales underscore TARDIS via email at Tales from the TARDIS podcast at gmail.com. And this podcast is now also on Facebook. Please like us facebook.com slash tales from the TARDIS podcast you will also see links to the episode there as I said please like I will see you next week until then I've been Scott Summers and this has been Tales from the TARDIS podcast